And we are live on a cold Tuesday <laughs> night, early December, getting ready for Christmas. Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, all in on high school sports. Good evening. How is everyone today? How are you? I'm well. Yourself? I'm good. It's like, you know, it's like I asked you the first time on air how you are. You know, I'm with you all day. <laughs> but um, big show tonight. Um, excited to have a couple special guests on. Yes. You want to explain what's going on tonight? Sure. Our agenda tonight is we will welcome Coach Rebecca Lilienthal. After 23 years as the head coach of Parsippany High School, she is officially retiring from uh, the helm of the program. And we will also welcome Ramapo assistant football coach, defensive guru, Joe Brislin, to the show as well. Absolutely. But before we get going, um, I do just want to mention our Toys for Tots drive that we're doing sound good if we give that a quick little mention right now absolutely yeah so um we are hosting a drive where we're collecting toys we do have to collect them by this friday but we did reach out for toys for tots um kind of last minute mm -hmm. but um we've been impressed with the generosity of so many people so far and we've collected quite a few toys that we will be delivering on a friday or saturday of this week probably saturday morning when speaking to them they did indicate how given the circumstances of the pandemic that not only are people being hit hard and donations are maybe falling a little short, um, but also their events. They've been limited uh -huh. in the events that they can hold. So, um, you know, we just made us want to do it even more. So um, on the screen, you're seeing some of the people that have already donated. Yes, and throughout um, the night, we'll announce them. And yeah, we have absolutely. A scrolling we'll come back to that. It is and... giving a shout out to the people, again, who have generously donated um, to the cause. So thank you. And yes, it's not too late. If you. you would like to donate something, we'd be more than happy to be the ones to deliver it uh, this weekend. So please okay. reach out to us. Um, real quick, before we get into with, with our guest, with Rebecca, um, some breaking news in the high school um, football world. New Milford head coach uh, Billy Wild, very successful at New Milford, has retired. So um, the New Milford job is open. And you know what this? You know what this? What this thing? This show is missing. What's that? A little rumor mill. And you know what? <laughs> Starting next week, we're gonna get whether either. I'll get into my sources next week. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to get a little rumor mill on here, but I mean, I could start a rumor right now. I know somebody who could possibly be in that job, but we're going to hold off till next week on that. Sounds good. But, uh, good idea. Th that's what we need. You know, that's what we okay. need. So, um, but the rumor mills are flying already. I have a name, no names right now, but um, we'll get into that next week on our rumor mill. And uh, before we officially bring in our first guest, also we'd like to thank Becton for our first our first set. Uh, yeah, we're not we're not just we're not just saying like, you know, this is all about Becton. But you know what, Becton has been the first to. We're gonna have this every week yeah. until we get more stuff well, because we, not until we we'd love to well, create a collection of all different high yeah. school memorabilia. But it's so. gonna be Becton until yeah. somebody else steps up. <laughs> That's true. That is. You know, true. I mean, yeah. we could throw some West Essex, some Ramapo, some St. Mary stuff, <laughs> of course, but. We want to get some stuff, get a little board going. Yep, but yep. Uh, thank you guys, Coach Longo. Picked it up last week. Really appreciate it. Such a nice um, gesture. By yep. the way, I know also uh, today. Um, some they, big news for yeah, them. Yeah, big news for Beckton. They also received Team of the Year from the um, the Varsity Aces, the North Jersey uh, portion of that. Yeah. So okay. congratulations to the, Beckton uh, again. The accolades keep coming in they just for keep them, coming. which is well deserved. Yep, very nice. Should I bring in our first guest? Absolutely. All right. I would like to bring in Coach Rebecca Lilienthal. So let's get her in here officially to start the evening. 
Mr. Kirkpatrick saying hello, Mr. and Mrs. Valenti. Don't forget <laughs> Rutherford and Del Barton stuff. Hey, that, he's their biggest supporter. He should be getting the stuff. He should be our spokesman for those schools. I'm not sure if uh, if Coach Lil has her her video on. Maybe I'm not sure if her her. Video... And Coach Longo said thanks, guys. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank you. you. I see her. Get the in, helmet here. See. Um. There she is. So Coach is coming on. There she is. Hi, Coach. How you doing? Her audio is still connecting. There we go. Thank you so much for coming on this evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. And selfishly, selfishly, this is my way of getting to see you. Not only are we, uh, you know, <laughs> coached against each other, but coached with each other and a longtime friend. So, so nice to have you. I'm gonna give I'm, I'm gonna give a little rundown of some of your some of your history. So oh I got God. I got quite a few things to go through here. So uh, so so bear with me, audience, because she's you know very accomplished in her her life. So 23 years coaching at Parsippany High School as the varsity field hockey coach, amassing 178 wins. 2012-2013 uh, back-to-back undefeated conference champions. 2012 uh, Morris County tournament finalists. 2013 sectional finalists. Her slew of coaching also includes varsity and JV basketball and JV softball at Parsippany High School. She coached with me at Montville Township High School as my freshman lacrosse coach. I can't tell you how lucky I was to have her as part of my staff. Um, she's done Riverdale Middle School basketball for the past three years. I think that her, her daughter might have something to do with that. And um, she has started and currently runs the Pompton Lakes Riverdale K-3 Youth Field Hockey Program. She's a club field hockey coach. And in high school, she earned 12 varsity letters at Pompton Lakes High School in field hockey, basketball, and softball, and she was a two-time national champion and scholar athlete of the year her senior year at the College of New Jersey. So Coach Lil, you know, it, uh, we, you deserve to be recognized for all that you have done. I'm getting a little teary just thinking about the, uh, how much you have done for, your, for the sport and for how many people you've coached. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Yes. Thanks, Jen. Welcome, uh, welcome, <laughs> Rebecca. And um, uh, real quick, uh, Tracy Ann is saying hello, guys. I'll have to try to get you some Pompton Lake stuff. Love it. Absolutely. Love it. We're going to add to the collection. Hey, we're going to get some Parsippany <laughs> stuff from Coach, you know, Coach Breslin's yeah. going to some more stuff. So we'll be ready to go. But, uh, Coach, I'll start. 23 years of coaching, over 170 wins. But what are you most proud of over your period of time of coaching? Uh, well, definitely the kids the the where you know it's one of one of the most exciting things for me is to um you know see where my kids go after they leave me you know into the world and i have so many of them that have just are doing some you know great things they're hugely accomplished um they're doing they're strong independent hardworking you know productive members of society and you know they're great you know family with their families and some of them are coaching but I mean even even you know if they're often doing other things besides field hockey you know it's just so great to see that you know playing field hockey's you know help them to develop into you know great women and that's really what you know what the point of it is right yeah absolutely um you know you kind of touched on it just now um you know if you think about in 23 years and the multiple sports that you've coached, um, you know, we could say that hundreds of female student athletes have, have come through your program. So, uh, like you said, what, what though have you hoped that they have taken away from your program? Uh, well, you know, I mean, it's only a little bit about 
field hockey. <laughs> it's so much more about, you know, how do you treat people and how do you treat yourself? And I mean, today in today's, I mean, today's day, you know, with my girls this, you know, in the last few years, I think a lot of it is handling, you know, life and, and, and social media's craziness that, that that's out there for them now. And just learning how to be responsible and be adults, you know, adulting. And I think that they don't all get that, you know, being, you know, hardworking and, you know, dedicated to something and that if you have a passion for something, you should pursue it and you can't let, you know, negative comments or, or, you know, attitudes get in the way of what you really love to do. And whatever that is, you should go at it 110% all the time. And, you know, so, you know, I mean, we're of the same mind, Jen. It's not like, <laughs> <laughs> you know that. So I, I think that's the big thing, you know? I do. You have a comment there, Mr. Volk? Oh, yes, do I do. You, can, you, you, can read you want it. me to read yeah, it? Yeah, you read it. So um, this is coming from Katie Lips, and she is saying, oh. Hoff's the best coach, Lips family, from the Lips family. So, Oh, I love I love Katie. Oh, the uh, Hofflinger is uh, Rebecca's maiden name, so Coach Hoff. I still call you Coach Hoff as well. I, I did. I had a practice by calling you Coach Lil before you came on. So, <laughs> uh, Nobody calls me that, so it's okay. <laughs> too funny so now here's like the million dollar question coach what does retirement look like and and what do you do now well it, it i i just have to put my girls first you know they my my two girls have pretty much krista started coming to practice to me, with me when she was about eight weeks old so um they have just kind of been dragged along wherever i was going all the time and you know, I don't know if they took a back seat, but more of like a side seat. I mean, they were always with me, but it's their turn. It's their turn. And Chris is going to be in high school and I need to be there for them. You know, I can't, I can't imagine my daughter playing high school and me missing one second of it and life is too short. So I need to do that. I mean, I'm still coaching. Um, I'm coaching at the club level and I'm with my daughter and I'm, I'm coaching, you know, the rec kids and, you know, I mean, probably a little bit from the sidelines at Palm <laughs> No. <laughs> On the other side, you know. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Um, I already told Eileen at Palm Lakes that I would help her whenever she wants. <laughs> um, you know, and, and of course, I have my younger ones. So this is, you know, starting the next eight years. And, and I'm sure I'll be coaching basketball at the middle school level for a while um, because my little one plays too. So. You know, that's that's really where I'm at right now. Awesome. We got a comment from our guy, Kenny Kirkpatrick in Maryland, said, best of luck in retirement, Coach Lil. Great accomplishments, and thank you for all you, for all you do and did in the last 23 years. Very nice. Very thank nice. you. Well, I'm, I'm going to give a little, I'm going to give a little, just because you mentioned some of these things, I'm going to give a little inside info. Coach Lil, as, um, you know, member of the Montville lacrosse staff, uh, Coach, you were pregnant both both times with the girls during the spring, right? And I'm not lying when I'm saying she had her baby and was out. I'm saying in days out back out coaching. And it's oh, I remember when I had Bree, <laughs> I was due the the second week of preseason, and I told you in the fall I might have to miss a week. And you're like, oh, you know, no problem. Why? I'm like, I'm gonna have a baby. She's like, oh. And I think we brought. It was really nice. We were at Dawson, and she was a week old. I came to practice with her, and she was a week old. Oh my god, I, I I'm. I'm pretty sure, and God, I hope I said this to you. You know you can take more time. <laughs> God, I hope I said that to you, Rebecca. 
I was bored. You know I was bored. <laughs> Too funny. And the the daughter she will be coaching already phenomenal field hockey players, and they've converted their garage into a mini little uh, love it field hockey field. It, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And you've definitely passed your love of the game on to them. Um, so. You know, you mentioned your high school coach that you're uh, Eileen at Pompton, where you played and where your daughter, daughters will play. So who are some of the people who have been influential to you in your coaching career? Uh, well, Eileen, definitely. I mean, I am who I am because of that that woman. Um, I played for her um, in high school. I played field hockey and softball for four years, and she worked all of the basketball games. So she was pretty much always there. <laughs> um, and... Uh, she was a huge, huge influence in my life. And, um, you know, and then, of course, I think I, when I went to college, you know, my college coach, you know, Sharon Fleur, I think I really learned the game, not just playing, but the teaching aspect of it. She broke things down into, you know, all of the simple things. She was huge with uh, doing the, the, the simple things well and you know and and stick work and and passing and receiving and just just nothing fancy it was just always you know you do it right you know and uh so um i think i got a lot of that from her too you know and then over the years i think we've been so fortunate you know to have some really really great coaches that i've coached with and coached against that have you know helped me grow as a person and um i mean my coaching staff when I first coached for the first 10 years, I coached with Donna Shakatano. Um, you know her. I do. And my former um, teammates. <laughs> I played with her at Trenton and uh, she was, you know, phenomenal. And then um, since then, I coached with uh, Colleen Smith, who um, played at Trenton. She's actually, coincidentally, is Eileen's niece <laughs> and um, and uh, Michelle Nicoletta. And they have just been, you know, so great. You know, when it, when, when you have a great coaching staff, it just makes life easy. And, and it makes it easy to kind of grow yourself because you're not afraid to take risks because you have someone there who can bounce things off of. And it was never really just me. It was always, okay, so what do we need to do here? What do you think of this? You know, so I think that that's, you know, a really great thing. Uh, a couple more comments coming in from Courtney Bertos Barnett saying, love you, Rebecca. So great, oh, so grateful <laughs> to call you a friend. Um, She's one of those coaches I was talking about. Tracy Ann saying, Coach Eileen Allen is the best lover. And we get another one from Katie Lips saying, ask her what a half minute is. <laughs> Katie, Katie, Katie loves the half minute. Um, you know, when you time drills and I accidentally forget to look at my watch for like, three minutes and it was just helping with the cardio yeah. and conditioning you I was know gonna say, I have a feeling it was a conditioning drill of sorts yeah <laughs> you know stick work you know I mean hey, something not, you know what we have that's like when I say two minutes and oh, it's, yeah. and it's exactly. an hour yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I understand I definitely relate that, to that I like that like a curt minute I yeah. like that I like that listen coach Mulvaney's got those minutes too <laughs> don't you worry of course <laughs> I always dealt with all the stuff she never wanted to deal with of as course. the freshman coach, you know? I, I she have, always does that, I coach. I have to say, as a, again, coaching with you and having a, a varsity coach on staff, there's just, I was very spoiled having you. Yeah, very <laughs> spoiled from a organizational to um, crying players on the first day of preseason. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that was always me. Yeah, you were so you good. You're like, so Rebecca, <laughs> go, I got it. 
I got I got a question for you, and um, a two part question. One is, what's your advice for the next Parsippany coach, and what would your advice be for any? I, mean, I don't want to say you know I, I worded it as young coach, but someone who's just starting to get in this coaching profession. Well, I think in Parsippany in particular, you need to know your audience. Um, I have great kids, really great kids. Not always kids with a lot of um, outside field hockey experience, kids who, you know, don't necessarily, you know, um, have the opportunities to do a lot of things outside of what you can provide at school. And um, so I think it's really important to have, you know, an open mind. I, I never say no to anyone. If you want to come out and you are willing to come to practice every day and, and work, you could be here. Uh, I'd love to have you. And uh, I've gotten some really great players who never played before high school. And, you know, we saw them in, in, in phys ed and we're like, what are you doing? Come on, come, come to practice today. Um, but um, I just, I think I have some really, we've had some really, really great kids. And I think that they, they deserve, I'm, I'm hoping that whoever takes over for me, I mean, I would, I would love, love, love for it to be someone of my, one of my own, um, we've instilled a lot of traditions and a lot of, a lot of, you know, values in, in family in Parsippi. And I really just hope that whoever takes it over um, can continue some of those things, because I think that that really is something that my girls benefit from. And I, I do, I have, I have the best kids. I really do have the best kids. Um, young coaches. I mean, things are different. Things are definitely different than when we, when we started 23 years ago. Um, I think you need to know your players and you think you need to know your kids. Um, I always encourage my kids to speak to me directly. I don't want to talk to mom or dad. You, they don't play for me. You do. And they need to learn to advocate for themselves. But I also think that sometimes you need to teach them how to advocate for themselves. And, you know, some kids you can yell at, you know, and, and that lights a fire. Some kids you need to be, you know, gentler with, you know, pull them aside. Hey, this is what you need. You know, I mean, and, and I've had lots of different kinds of players and they can all be successful if you find, you know, that little, that, you know, that button that, you know, drives them. And I think the most important thing is they need to know that you care. If they know that you care, then, you know, then yep. you're going to get the best out of them. Absolutely. We have another comment here. This I can't believe I forgot to tag Julia, actually, in the post this evening. I don't know how I could do so. I actually feel terrible about this. But she's saying, woo-hoo, Rebecca Hoffinger, Lilienthal, you are the best. So oh. really quickly, that is Rebecca's husband's, well, your niece, I shouldn't say, just his, your niece, um, who yeah. also is now, you know, the Montville lacrosse coach after i resigned from coaching she took over and and it's all all in the family on the staff now there so which is awesome and she's done a phenomenal job and tracy ann saying wishing you the best in retirement very nice oh, very nice all right so we're talking about the end of an era right you have the opportunity to address like the school your fans the community your players what would you like to say to them I mean, I, I think I posted something the, the, the night that we um, we had our end of season meeting. I'm going to cry because um, it was really hard. It's 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 the right decision for me. I know it's the right decision for me, um, but it's not an easy decision and um, I will miss it. But I just, you know, in my post and what I would say tonight is that I am so grateful 
for all of my girls and you know what they have given to me um as a person and i'm such a better person because i've had the opportunity to watch them learn and grow and develop and i am so thankful that so many of them stay in contact you know and i hear about hear that you know about all the wonderful things they do and they stop by now and again and some of them I still play with and now we're like adults and <laughs> so <laughs> we do adult things which is great you know um, and I just you know I, I'm just grateful I'm so grateful that you know they took a chance on me I mean I was a first year teacher and a head coach and I mean I was 22 years old and <laughs> I mean as a head coach and they were like yeah go ahead you know and I don't know that everyone would would get that opportunity today so and I've always been backed Parsippany has always backed me um 110 in pretty much everything I've ever wanted to do um and uh and I'm just so grateful yeah. Awesome. Nice. And I'm sure your your players share those sentiments about you, mm -hmm. Coach. All right. Well, you've been on our show before, so you know we like to do a little rapid fire with you, right? So we we had to check your old questions to make sure we didn't have any repeats in there. But uh, right. got some new ones we'll, coming we'll on. We'll lighten you know. it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll we lighten got, it up. We got sentimental. Now we're going to get Yeah, let's just start with something easy. <laughs> you have to make a list. You have to give it to somebody. What's the one thing you're putting on the list when somebody says, Coach, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> Scotch. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I, what'd she say? Scotch. Oh, scotch. Nice. That's it. Right at it. See that? Boom. Exactly. Question, nice. answered it. That's Perfect. it. Done. All right. This one is for an athletic family. I want you to rank the competitiveness from least to greatest between you, Sven, Krista, and Bree. This is tough. <laughs> wow. Um, uh, Be ooh. honest, coach. Be honest. <laughs> Um, well, d mm, hard, really hard. These are the hard hitting questions. What can I this say? It's a very hard hitting <laughs> question. Um, I think that, um, Krista's probably the most competitive, Ooh. my older daughter. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm, I would probably put myself second. Um, Brie, Brie is definitely, you know, right there. She will take you down. She's nine, <laughs> but she doesn't realize that. Uh, my husband is, you know, he's super competitive, but he's also, you know, fun. So I think he's probably, I mean, I I'm not going to lie. I have never let my child win anything ever. Em by the way, life. Emily is commenting and saying, I am the most oh, competitive. <laughs> I should have put Emily in there. Mistake number two tonight on my part. <laughs> How can I leave her out of it? We are an incredibly competitive family. We, and, don't, and we, you know, Michelle, we always play to win. Michelle Han Jones is saying, I was waiting for Emily to jump in. Oh, that's, so. our, old, that's our whole lacrosse coaching yeah. staff right there. There you there. go. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? I was going to say something else. I can't remember. You're rapid up next fire on second. Rapid fire. Oh, no, no, you're, yeah. oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, coach. Biggest win ever. Um, probably the, um, the game we beat Morristown to go to the Morris County final, uh, one, nothing. And Katie lips will remember this because she, um, was on the field and she was a huge part of that. And, um, it was, it was huge. It was huge. First time we ever went to the County final. Okay. I want to give a shout out to our guy, Carson from ticket time chiming in. So thank you for watching. And uh, following up biggest win, we usually follow that up with toughest loss. 
That was her question, not mine. <laughs> County final. Oh, okay. Yep. Madison. It was probably like, you know, six days apart. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, still, still, uh, still hurts a little bit. Still hurts. All right, next one. And you're going to be the first one to answer this. We're actually going to do a big debate. And I've been wanting to do this debate. I'm not joking, Coach. Two months. But it finally <laughs> came down to tonight. You're going to be the first question. You're going to be the first person to answer this question. All right. Should a new... Not, I'm sorry, not a new. Should a head coach just getting hired be able to pick their own staff? Like a... Uh, uh. Yeah. Yeah, I think they should have input. I think they definitely need to have input. Okay. And hey, if you want to watch later, I'm not going (laughs) to, you can see my smile, but I'm not going to go which way I'm going. (laughs) I'm going to answer this later. Rebecca will appreciate this. A lot of the topics we discuss on the show, we've probably discussed amongst ourselves about 10 times. (laughs) So we've we've had this debate many times. So uh, we'll we'll see. That sounds about right. (laughs) All right. Um, what will you miss? Uh, excuse me. What will you miss most about coaching high school field hockey? Um, I think going to practice every day. I think that's one of the things that's going to be very strange. You know, I, I in in the entire t- my entire adult life, I have never. Um, not come back early for for field hockey and i have never gone home at 3 15. so that's weird it definitely definitely you may like that a little yeah. bit though you'll like it a little you're gonna miss it though i mean course, we always yeah. all of us yeah. miss it you know coach lilienthal thank you so much for coming on this evening it was a pleasure to have you and an even bigger pleasure to commemorate your 23 years and again know as someone who's coached with you and against you as a colleague and as a friend you have touched many lives and you've definitely left your legacy at parsiphone high school so congratulations to congrats, you will coach. be missed yes thank and, you so and come much back for out. having hey, me you're always it. invited always want to come on you know hey great that's thanks it. so much you guys are the best thank you thank you thank Rebecca. you coach say hi to the fam <laughs> i will i will <laughs> bye bye-bye good night john Beelins commenting best duo in the game but don't know how hoops deals with <laughs> i love everybody oh. everybody feels my pain oh, yes feels your pain. come on <laughs> All right, we have uh, Mr. Breslin ready to come oh, in. This, this, we, well, Mr. We... Breslin's always on time. Mr. <laughs> Breslin's never late. Should we, uh, should of course, we move, right on, in. move right along? Absolutely. Awesome. All right, let me admit him in here. Hello, Coach Breslin. Good evening. How are there you guys doing tonight? By the way, I got a text that just said for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm going to be in my maroon tonight. But he's not in his maroon. He's not in his I'm maroon. I'm never going to live it down. Never going to live it down. How are no you? Way, Jay, no way, How are you guys doing tonight? Awesome. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for joining, of Excellent. course. No problem. Thanks so much for having me. A pleasure to have you. Let me give our audience a brief little um, history of Coach Breslin and his 30-plus years of coaching high school football. His coaching experience dates back to 1987. He's been an assistant at Becton, Woodridge, and Secaucus High School. He's been a defensive coordinator at Becton, Hawthorne, and Ramapo. And most recently, he's been a volunteer assistant at Farallon High School and currently back at Ramapo from 2012 to the present Uh, volunteer coaching there. He has been a part of seven state championship games, winning five state championships at Ramapo. So coach, welcome. 
your, uh, you know, a, a slew of accolades. So thanks Absolutely. for joining us. <laughs> uh, John Beelan saying, Coach, Brez, uh, Coach Breslin, best in the game, living legend. Uh, he's also saying he's sending over some cash for toys for Tots. So we're going to oh, hold Mr. Nice. Beelan for Very that. Very nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, uh, Beelan. Um, so, Coach, I mean, listen, I, we, we could have a whole show just on Coach Breslin. I mean, <laughs> listen, in my opinion, I've said this thousands of times. You know, I said it with Sis. I mean, one of the best, if not the best, defensive guys around. Um, and I guess my first question for you, Coach. Oh, thank is, you. I appreciate that. No, uh, listen, again, I, I saw it hand on. You know, we could say people could say like they heard, but I didn't hear. I've witnessed it. So, uh, <laughs> well, you know. thank you, and I appreciate that. And again, I think it also comes down to players too, and and having good players and 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 good coaches around. So, uh, you know, kudos to all the guys that I know. You know, obviously you and and all the guys that we work with. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it makes a big difference. And, and again, like you know, just saying on from a professional from from like my personal experience, just you know, obviously I always said working with you and Coach Gibbs just made me like you know when when we were with when I was with you, it's like okay, I know football. Then you're like wow, like I didn't know a, a tenth of it, and just working with you just made me grow and become uh, the coach I was. So I want to personally thank you for that. Uh, you are more than welcome. Um, and you know what? And always learn it, you know, and that's the thing. I think that's most important because as we all know, the game changes so quickly. Uh, yeah. So, you know, trying to just stay on top of everything and continually learning and, and going to clinics, uh, you know, those things are so important. Uh, so my first question for you is what drew you when you, you know, when you started your coaching career, what drew you to the de defensive side of the ball? Well, first, let me start out by, you know, um, first, let's start by congratulating Coach Lilienthal, you know, on a great career oh, uh, and listening to her speak, uh, you know, some of the things that are so important to her, you know, sometimes are also important to me, too. And, you know, when I was growing up, I had two guys, uh, Mr. Siffendorfer and Mr. Boletta, who uh, pulled me into coaching when I was 13 years old. Uh, and those guys really set the tone for me to learn a lot about, you know, getting into the game of football. Uh, and for me and my mentality, it was, you know what, I wanted to always go and hit somebody. Uh, so it was very helpful to me, you know, to be on the defensive side because that was something where, you know what, you can't win a game if you can't score. Uh, so the more that we could put time into playing defense and teaching how to tackle uh, and, and, you know, teaching technique and then doing the preparation for that, and understanding how offenses really work, uh, you know, that really drew a lot of interest for me. And, you know, I really took to that side of the ball. Uh, Kenny saying, Coach Breslin, great to see you on the show. Thomas McGuire saying, Coach Bags, still to this day, the best coach I ever had. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Thomas, for uh, selling me out, too. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, and you know what? I had tech. It was funny because uh, his brother, Tim, worked for me a little bit, and I texted him last week. And I said, yeah, I've known those guys since they were uh, really, really small. I've known their family for a long time. Uh, and, uh, you know, I coached all, you know, him and his uh, two brothers, uh, you know, throughout my career affecting a uh, great, great family. And a couple of the comments, uh, Coach Longo saying, what's up, Coach? And Thomas McGuire saying, but he was also lucky. He had Jay Longo and myself locking down the corners in 98. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Those two guys are on, uh, you know, they were, you know, number one, two great guys. Uh, you know, I still to this day, you know, see those guys every once in a while, great families. Uh, and again, just to be part of them and, and work with them and, and now see them grow into being coaches today uh, is so beneficial. Uh, and then also, you know, on the Beckton staff as well now is a guy named Fran Rella. Uh, so 
you know, I coached him and his brothers when I was at Woodridge for that one year. So again, you know, that, and that's the thing like Coach Lilienthal said, you know, having the ability to coach these guys and now see them as adults and now they're getting back into games to give back, yeah. you know, again, so rewarding and the relationships that you build with guys, you know, from my Becton days to my Woodridge days and Sea Caucus and, and Ramapo, uh, you know, that's what it's all about. You know, wins are great. Championships are great. But the relationships that you have with all of these people over the course of time and now you see these guys giving back, yeah. uh, that's the best thing that you can, you know, that's the best thing going. Uh, one more, another car comment from Carl Ross. Coach Joe, Tom said the same about me. Congrats on all your success. <laughs> hey, Carl, how are you doing, buddy? Absolutely. Uh, another guy that I coach with at Becton, uh, again, you know what? You know, just the ability to grow and, and work with some of these guys and, and be part of that uh, when I was at Becton, uh, you know, allowed me the opportunity to get where I am today, you know, for the last, you know, how many years being at Ramapo. Uh, you know, a lot of that Coach Malazzo being part of his staff, uh, you know, giving me the time to prepare and, and make myself better uh, to put me in this, you know, opportunity. Uh, you know, I can't thank those guys enough. It's actually a perfect segue into my question because you have quite an extensive coaching resume. And I, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about some of the coaches that you have worked with, if you'd like to continue with some of the, uh, the people you worked with, learned from. Sure, absolutely. Like I said, from the beginning with the two guys from the rec league, like I talked about, obviously getting on staff with Coach Malazzo, who was a legend uh, at that particular time in Southern Burden County being affected. Uh, for a long, long period of time. Uh, then having the ability to work with a guy named Jerry Caputo and Ed Agresta, uh, uh, you know, those guys at Woodridge, uh, Coach Voorhees at Sea Caucus, uh, and Bill Fitzgerald. Actually, Bill Fitzgerald's son is now the co-head coach at Seton Hall Prep. Mm -hmm. uh, Charlie Voorhees has been over at uh, Sea Caucus for a long, you know, long time now. Uh, you know, then working a little bit with Stan Miles. So again, just having the ability to work in different systems and different programs, and then, you know, getting the opportunity to coach with Coach Gibbs in 2001. And for me, again, coming from, you know, Southern Bergen County, small group one school, and now I am the defensive coordinator at Ramapo High School. So I'm saying to myself, okay, here's the deal. All right, this is like coaching the Giants. If you don't win, I'm getting fired. So I've got to make sure that I'm ready to go and prepared. Uh, and, you know, one of the things that we talked about, Coach Gibbs, uh, I can remember this to this day, you know what, I want to be the best prepared team in the state. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, that's all well and good. Let's, let's start, let's get to work. Uh, all right, Coach, I want, to get, I want to get into a little football. And again, like I said to you, we're not going to give any secrets on here or any game plans. But the latest thing, obviously, the spread offense, the RPOs, you know, it went from high school, then it went to the college. But even now, like on this NFL, you know, you got the mobile quarterbacks, everyone's spreading out the field. Um, how does that, does it, does it, all with all this stuff, does it make the way you coach defense, um, even like, in, you know, in an individual period? Or, you know, whether or now you need the faster kid as a linebacker as opposed to the old style, you know, um, you know, get up in the A-gap and stuff like that. Is it a little different now on the defensive side of the football since it's so much spread, so much RPO, speed sweeps, and all this stuff? Well, again, what we always talked about even back then, right, was speed kills, right? So if you guys have guys who can run, 
uh, you know, that offsets a lot of, a lot of things. Uh, back in 2001, what did we see? We saw a lot of uh, I formation stuff mm -hmm. uh, and everybody was in a huddle, right? So it was a lot easier to prepare for I formation, guys coming out in a huddle, you know, coming out of a huddle, it made life a lot easier. Uh, nowadays with the RPOs and having the ability for the quarterback to be able to run the ball, that's an extra guy that the defense mm -hmm. has to make sure that they account for. Uh, even back then with the I formation, one of the things we always talked about and one of the things I learned from uh, guys like Mark D'Onofrio and Al Golden at the college level was run fits, right? So making sure that you get into your proper run fit. Now, especially with the RPOs and they spread you out and they're running, you know, zone read stuff, you know, they're looking at outside linebackers. Is that linebacker actually coming inside to help on the run? If he does, then they're going to pull the ball and they're going to throw the ball over the top. Uh, if he's sitting out there, they're going to hand the ball off. And can that guy get back inside into that run gap in order to stop the run? Uh, and now coming out like we, you know, for offense with Ramapo, you know, we're trying to get a playoff in 17 to 18 seconds. So having the ability to try to get defenses uh, and, and the call and getting lined up and everything like that, it definitely makes it a lot more difficult to coach, coach defense uh, when all these things are happening, without a doubt. Uh, two more comments. Coach Longo saying you're definitely one of the best, Coach. Thank you Thank for you. your kind words. And Coach Lindenthal saying thanks, Coach Breslin. Defense wins championships. Real quick on the second part of my question. Do you think, though, this whole spread and RPO, not that it's a fad, but do you think like that's where the game's going to stay for a while, in your opinion? Or do you think, you know, like the Wildcat and, you know, you know more of, you know, stuff where it's like the um, run and shoot and stuff like that? Do you think a couple years down the road it's going to get back to the, you know, two backs, one, you know, power game, or you think this is going to stay for a while? I think this is going to stay for a while, but just got to remember one thing, okay? No matter what, whether it's run and shoot, whether it's the spread RPO stuff, if you can't run the ball, okay, right. from a defensive perspective, if we can make you one-dimensional, okay, trouble. it doesn't really matter what offense you're running. If we can make you one-dimensional, it's going to make it that more difficult. So teams are spreading you out to try to run the ball, okay? And then they could run their RPO stuff off of that, right? So they're trying to be able to, you know, zone read. Let's see. Let's get those linebackers up. Let's try to get the safeties up and then play action behind them. So uh, I think it's here to stay for a while. Uh, the difficulty, again, at the college level, it works very well. At the pro level, they're a lot stronger and a lot faster. Yes. So uh, you know, for the quarterbacks in those zone reads, as soon as they get space, they need to get down quickly uh, because those guys are pretty fast and they don't want their quarterback being hurt. Uh, but, you know, make it, making it hard on defenses when that quarterback is the extra guy. Uh, Coach, we mentioned earlier that you have won five state championships with Ramapo. I was wondering if you could touch a little bit on what you think makes that program so successful year after year. Uh, well, number one, Coach Gibbs. Uh, I think he's the best uh, coach in the state. Uh, I think he does a tremendous I'll job. I'll second that. <laughs> he is, uh, so well prepared. Uh, you know, the, the culture there, uh, the commitment from the players, the families, uh, and, and what they put into it uh, on a daily basis, you know, really makes that program uh, go. Uh, but that all comes from the top, you know. And, uh, and when Coach Gibbs started that whole program, again, 
you know, you're coming from uh, Coach Mielo, right? So that culture was already there. Mm -hmm. uh, Coach Gibbs continued that tradition, works extremely hard, puts in so much time. Uh, and the commitment from the players and the families uh, is just tremendous. Uh, and there's a lot of talent, too. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's always helpful and beneficial. Uh, but, uh, you know, I would say, you know, with the commitment and all the time and preparation that Coach Gibbs and his staff, uh, you know, currently today, you know, we have guys that, uh, you know, Coach Gattuso, Coach Esposito, Coach Anzano, you know, those guys have been around uh, with him for a long time who we coached. Mm -hmm. You know, Coach Acapinti's there as well. But, you know, Ramapo guys who are there now part of that culture that we, you know, that Kurt knows that we coached yep. with. Uh, you know, all help in that process. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's just a tradition that uh, I love to be part of. Um, Coach, we always talk around, when we're, especially when we're on our K&K show, and you're always in par part of it, whether you come on or you, you'll comment in. And we always talk about how, you know, coaches system or do what's right by what kind of kids, like what kind of kids you have for that year. So um, why is it so important to you know, not say this is my system and we have to do it this way as opposed to saying, you know what? Hey, we're a speed team. We're going to open it up. We're a power team. We're going to run it on the offensive side or same thing on the defensive side. We can cover man to man. So we're going to play cover zero. We can't cover. So we're going to have to play zone. Why is it so important for a system? Well, I think fit? number one, I think number one, I think you hit the nail on the head. You have to have a system. And I think that's so important. You know, many times some of the younger guys that I saw, you know, years ago, it was, all right, well, you know, I'm going to pull this off TV or I'm going to add this, you know, you want to have a system so you can have that, you know, what are you, what are you teaching and where are you getting that, you know, most important information from so you can teach that. But then you also have to look at, you know, the abilities of your players. In 2001, we had guys who can flat out run so we can play a lot of cover zero. If you don't have guys who can, you know, play man-to-man -man coverage, you're going to have to make some adjustments to that. Uh, so no matter what within your system, you also have to have the ability to make adjustments accordingly. Uh, you know, at Ramapo for years, we were a 4-3 team. All right. Well, and, you know, now we've moved a little bit more to a 3-4 in, you know, the past, you know, uh, probably like eight to 10 years. Well, if you don't have a lot of big, big linemen, okay, you can't put four down. So you may have to use only three. So you have to make adjustments you know, based on some of your talent, but it still comes down to a system. You still want to have a system, especially this year. You know, we talked about that a lot this year in regards to, you know, we're playing all these different teams. Well, just like what happened with Coastal Carolina uh, and BYU, we had that situation where in the middle of the on week, the we're no longer playing Wayne Hills yeah. and we're playing somebody else. Uh, so we have the philosophy of do what we do. So there's no difference in what we're doing and we could prepare for anybody who we're going to play based on the fact that we're really not changing much. But coach, do you, and I'm sorry, I know you have one more question, but um, it's just fascinating because we see, like we're talking, I totally agree. And you know, we, we always talk about the same thing, but when you see like sometimes on a head coach in like on the NFL level and you'll see like they drafty, we talk about it again every Wednesday, you still see it. It's like, you know, the guy was never under center. You're going to make him under center. You're going to like, these NFL guys, they some they, they still kind of do it though. It's like it, it's amazing, like with these quarterbacks. Like why, you know? Well, I think number one, it becomes outside pressures of who they potentially 
do they have control over who they can draft or who they can't draft? Uh, so that could play a role in it. And then they're trying to, you know, fit a, you know, a round hole into a square peg mm -hmm. based on what that system is. That's why it's so important for the coach to have some type of, uh, you know, ability to be able to help in that draft. And Personnel set, yeah. He really wants to fix it, fit his system. Right. Um, coach, before we get into our rapid fire, I have one more question for you. You are obviously coaching at the high school football level. You're also a director of technology, very busy, but you also have uh, are part of an apparel company that we wanted to give a little shout out to. So Kurt's actually sharing the contact information on the screen. Would you mind telling us a little bit about that uh, company and what you guys do? Uh, sure, absolutely. Uh, you know, going back to my Beckton days, one of my buddies, his name is Mike Ryan, is the owner of uh, DMK Apparel. Uh, so I work for him, you know, part time on the side. We sell, you know, hoodies, uh, sweatpants, uniforms, all types of different apparel, signs. And, uh, you know, we do embroidery and everything. So uh, it's it's something that I, I enjoy doing. Uh, it gives me the ability to, uh, you know, continue to be out there meeting people, working with people and providing them with uh, different types of apparel. Uh, Kurt keeps telling me he wants hoodies. We are uh, so uh, I, I, I'm going to throw the blame Kenny on Kenny on that him, one, John. Uh, but I haven't heard back yet. If you were listening earlier, that's his typical like two minutes, two minutes. Yeah, yeah coach, yeah, right, so coach. I didn't think you were going to, you know, listen, I got to deal with Beeling with comments. I got to deal with her 24 hours a day. Um, and by the way, again, everything is up. The information's up. We will run that throughout the show and then on K&K &K and stuff like that. Awesome. Thank you very um, much. Actually, see, the Beckton stuff that is out is my buddy, Mike Ryan, who is the owner of the company, is through DM Carapal. So those uh, sweatshirts that are out there they're selling by the, are through nice, DMK. Nice. By the way, Beckton um, is the first team to give us a little uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. something for our set. So uh, I like it. It looks great. Um, Can't wait to have remember, some stuff. Remember wearing one of those helmets a long time there ago. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so let's get into a little rapid fire with yep, Coach. You're up first. You know how this works, Coach. You've been there. Oh, yes, I do. I, okay. I was a little nervous about it. But all no, right. no, no. Well, the, the second question, I'm going to put you on the spot, but this one's going to oh, be geez. easy. Who was the single toughest player, not team player, you had a game plan for? The single toughest player that we had a game plan for? Yeah. Uh, or game plan around, you know, like <coughs> just a nightmare. One player. Only one? Well, you can give me a couple. Give me, you can go a couple. You've seen a bunch, right. so go ahead. I'm gonna say the uh, the Fuller boys were very very difficult at quarterback for Old Japan, and probably a Hall of Fame tight end, uh, Greg Olson. Okay. Just having the ability to try to find ways to cover him uh, were very very difficult because he posed a lot of challenges. Okay. And coach, what is your most memorable football coaching moment? Uh, I think our, our first state championship in 2001 uh, with, uh, you know, with Ramapo, uh, you know, that was, you know, for me personally, that was, you know, the first state championship uh, win for me. Uh, and, uh, you know, beating Wayne Hills 14-10 at Ramapo uh, and, and, and seeing you know, Olsen throw the ball out of bounds on fourth down was uh, was just incredible. So, uh, and then having my family jump on on the field and everything, uh, without a doubt, most memorable. Nice. All right, here's this is the tough question. This is the million dollar question. Okay. All right. I ever become a head coach? Would you be my DC? 
<laughs> I'd have to listen. I'd have to call. I have to buy you out from Ramapo, <laughs> spend the money out, and say, "I right, would you consider being the DC? I'll just go there tonight." Uh, there's only one person you would have to convince. Oh, I know where I'm, you're going on that one. <laughs> I know where you're. Go- She's probably in that house somewhere, right? Y- yes, she is. Okay, okay. There you go. There that, you go. That's funny because that'd be the same conversation about him being a head coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Exactly right, Jen. <laughs> we yep. both, we both been down that road for a long time. Absolutely. <laughs> he didn't say no. He didn't say no. Um, so, Coach- Listen, I'll tell you, I'm sorry to interrupt, no, Jen. But you know what? I think we can do a better job than what happened last week uh, with uh, the Jets. That's for sure. Uh, and, yeah, Kenny, was saying, yeah. Kenny was saying in a comment before, he said that he heard you're up for that job. But oh, my that goodness. was crazy. So you, I have a buddy of mine who uh, his son works for the Giants, uh, and I was texting him. I said, you know anybody in the Jets? Because mm-hmm. there's no way. You know what? That was just absolutely terrible. They should be fired on the spot. <laughs> They pretty much were. Yeah, pretty much were. <laughs> a couple hours later. So, Coach, um, one of my first impressions of you was as a guest on the K&K show, and you came in. I didn't know at the time that you were a director of technology. You had an awesome green screen background when you came in as, as a guest. I think it was during the NFL draft. Redskins. Maybe something yeah, the, Redskins the Redskins, background. right? Yeah. So um, then last week, you I'm going to say you probably from the coaching avenues know maybe Coach Jerry Gallagher, and he came in and he had the Del Barton helmet in the background that we were he- he like, shocked so the world. He did, he, he did. He shocked us. And uh, so my question, he like upped the background game. So my question for you is, if you come back on and you have the ability to use the green screen again, what would you do to surpass Coach Gallagher with your green screen background? Oh, I'm putting my state, uh, the this, the uh, state championship ring that there I just sent a picture of to Kurt. <laughs> yes. That will, that will be my background. There, there you go. go. Good. There good you one. go. That's a good one. <laughs> Without a doubt. All right, here's Next another time, one. I'm, I'm putting it on. Here's another one. <laughs> All right, go ahead. All right, and we're in the same boat. I know how I would answer this, and I think I know how you're going to answer it. Where where are you more, where would you be more nervous? Okay, option A, you're in another state championship game. You're up four points, fourth and goal. They have the ball inside the two-yard line. Or you're in school, state testing, your network goes down. Where are you more (laughs) nervous? Uh, state championship. Damn right. <laughs> Damn right. Carousel's network goes down. I call the network administrator. Uh, network administrator. <laughs> <laughs> too funny. Too funny. Um, Coach, in our last rapid fire question, you had a little preview when Coach Lilienthal was on. Kurt asked her. We previewed our debate question for the night. So it's a, a new a new coach, new to the school. It's their first time they're joining this school. They're, they're coming on board. They're not necessarily coaching for the first time. Um, but should they be able to choose their own coaching staff? What's your opinion on that? Oh, I think so. I think they should definitely have a say in that. Uh, just the ability to uh, have someone that you trust uh, work alongside of you, I think is really, really important. Uh, unfortunately, you get certain situations where, uh, you know, you could potentially be hired as a young coach and they want you to keep somebody on from the old staff. Uh, and that becomes very, very difficult. And, right. uh, it, you know, it, it does. And then it becomes a trust issue. Whether or not it's going to be an issue or not, you never know. But it's, it could potentially always be in the back of your mind. So I think the ability to hire your own staff and have the people that you trust on on staff uh, is so important. Yeah, and, and coach, and, and even like, and even football, know. it's like you know, say on the defensive side of ball, you know, somebody hires you, and you, you know, I understand like you're saying, 
I mean, a lot of coaches aren't like you, though, and they're just like, it's my system, it's my system, I run this, I run that. And the head coach might be like, you know, I'm more conservative, the defensive coordinator is going to be blitz happy, and it just, it doesn't work when they're like, here's your defensive coordinator, you know? It just, it, it, it's not going to work. So we're going to no, have a little and, debate and, in a little bit. And, and what's important, too, is that you have to trust the system that Absolutely. you're going to run. Uh, and I think that's important. And that's where, you know, Coach Gibbs and I really worked well together uh, to build that system. Uh, and, and put it together for an extended period of time, and it worked out well. And again, remember, you know, we had talented guys, in co- you know, uh, on, especially on the defensive side, where yes. uh, you know we were able to play some of the things we were able to do based on the fact that we had a lot of talent. And uh, I got to get one more. Ken, when Kenny gives us, Kenny always gives us like a rankum question, but he wants a he wants to give you the rankum question tonight. Okay. okay. And I don't know if you want to say a specific order, but he wants the top five or who are top five head coaches in North Jersey, in your opinion, football. Wow. Top five head coaches. Uh, well, you know, I'm biased. So I'm going to go with coach Gibbs, uh, as one, uh, I have to think now, you know what? Man, <laughs> I'm trying to think, you know what? Don't blame me, Coach. I didn't have it on. This is Kenny. This it's is Kenny, Kenny, right? It's Kenny. Kenny always wants to start, you know, like you come up well, with Well, he's going to stump me too because I'm now I'm trying to think of the whole process of, of, of different people that are out there. And, you know, you don't want to miss anybody. Uh, right. and, and You know what I mean? Uh, oh, great. Uh, he just commented. He said no order. Oh, he's letting you off the hook. <laughs> oh, no order? No order. No don't order. worry about an order. He just wants five names. Uh, wow. You know what? You Let's. Know what? Go, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna change the question. Who are five? Let's go because it's a little tougher now. Five. Who are five of the best head coaches you've ever either you were with or you coached against? Well, uh, I, I I will say this: uh, Nick Del Caso from Hasbrook Heights. Uh, I, I thought he was you know a, a great coach. I thought he did a tremendous job. Uh, you know, he's, he was around for a while. He just retired. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think back. And, uh, you know, my, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Olsen, Chris Olsen uh, did a tremendous job over in uh, Wayne Hills. Uh, you know, he put a lot of time in uh, and did a tremendous job. Uh, so, that you know, that made life always difficult. Uh, I will say that the guy from Old Japan, uh, you know, he does a very good job. He has a great program. Uh, and, and uh, you know, he's been around for a while. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to think of other guys that we coached against. Um, think back to my Becton days too. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to put this name out there, uh, and Matty Acapinti would know, uh, but he was a fun guy to coach against. Uh, and if you ever Google this guy, he used to have his own radio show and everything it was a guy named John Galante from uh, North Arlington. Uh, but, uh, you Google him. Uh, he, he, he was a lot of fun to coach against. Uh, he's been at Bayonne. He's been around for a while, uh, but he was someone who was a character who was great to be around and a lot of fun to coach with. Okay. Uh, so, uh, you know, I'll put his name out there as, as a guy that was, uh, you know, fun to coach against. All right. And Kenny's saying, sorry, coach, I didn't ask a Nike or Chick-fil-A question. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> no, Under Armour and Wendy's. <laughs> he, I, listen, he came prepared. Absolutely. No, one, no one's more prepared than Coach Bresler. That was Bresler. good. That was good. <laughs> Uh, I was waiting for that one, so I knew I was ready for it. 
Well, we got to give you a little more tougher ones than that. <laughs> All right. By the way, congratulations on the fantastic win last night with your Redskins. Oh, that, you know, absolutely. That was great. You know, for all those Steeler fans out there, that was uh, just tremendous. Uh, Petro and I were, uh, you know, sending messages back and forth on Facebook. That was just awesome. And what's crazy is my superintendent is a, uh, is a Steeler fan, so I had a good day this morning. Oh, hell yeah. Hey, running the ball in defense. Defense wins championships. That's it, baby. You That's got that it. right. That's Absolutely. it. Done. Coach Breslin, thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you, uh, you know, your viewership. First of all, you always have uh, awesome. watching and supporting us and, of course, chiming we, in in your comments. We did we miss your comments yeah. tonight, I'm not going to lie. But. Well, that's it. Exactly right. Uh, well, thank you guys uh, You know so much for having me. Uh, congratulations to uh, the Beck the Wildcats again on a, yes. on a great season. Uh, you know, those guys are great guys and, uh, you know, very excited for them. Uh, I actually, you know what, you know, because of the COVID issues that we had, I was able to go see that game. Uh, and, you know, just to, you know, one other thing was crazy was, you know, some of the guys that I coached, now their kids are playing on that team. So that's how old I am. Uh, but, uh, you know, thank you very much for having me. Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I like being part of your show. And, uh, you know, congratulations again to Coach Lilienthal. You know, it was uh, awesome career for her. And uh, thanks again, guys. That's thank it. You. The best thank in you. the biz right there, yeah, Coach absolutely. Breslin. The thank best you. in the biz. Thank you guys thank very you, much. Coach. Have a good night. You too. Happy holidays. Thank you very much. You too. Okay. Very Coach Breslin. Coach oh, Breslin. He's yeah. the best. You know, we, I, I joke around. You know, you guys think I joke around. He's just the stuff you. I just learned from Coach Gibbs and him at Ramapo was, I mean, to be, to, forget about it. I, I could be here forever to say uh, thank you to those guys, but he's the best. Um, but let's do this. We got a couple minutes left. Let's get into our, well, actually, you know what I want to do real quick? Let's go over this one more time and let's do, just give a quick shout out. Um, we, uh, we do have to add Mr. Beelan because he said yes, he's going to send money over. So, um, if you want to do a quick shout out and just give a couple of sure, names our, out. Uh, our Toys for Tots donors, um, Kenny Kirkpatrick, our friend from Maryland. Obviously, Mr. Beelan, as you said, and his family, the Beelan family. Um, the Cher family, Rob, Ashley, Xavier, and Joe. Uh, Joe and Therese Valenti, your parents. Paul and Ann Mulvaney, my parents. We have, uh, it's all in the family too. Ryan Valenti, Jody Valenti, and Mike Procaccino. Paul and Cassandra Mulvaney. Um, I don't want to miss anybody here. Oh, the Sickinger family. Uh, Mike Petroselli and Jen Daly. And a very generous donation from my um, my school. Our fair, we do, yes. a, we have a jeans fund we call it we put money in and we donate to good causes throughout the year and they were very generous um gave me i was able to go on a little shopping spree with with their donation so yes. we got quite the loot i want to give the, i want to give a shout out to all the sickingers <laughs> yeah uh jim kathy kathleen Lindsay, and yes. a special donation uh with patty so yes. uh, i yes. want to give a little shout yep. out and um and again, anyone else wants to donate, please. I mean, yep, it's, not it's awesome. Stuff keeps coming in. You yeah. know, we're going to go up there Saturday morning. And uh, again, like, listen, it's something we should, we uh, we want to do all the time, but especially this year mm -hmm. to make it uh, a little different. Uh, Coach Lilenthal saying thanks again. What a great interview. Sounds like my childhood growing up with my dad. Um, all right. So let's get, we have a couple minutes left. I've been wanting to do this for weeks. Okay, we asked Coach uh, Lilenthal, we asked Coach Breslin. I'm right with him, you know. And I mean, I'm going to talk on the football side, but I believe it, it, it's all the sides. It, it's every sport, but I'm going to go a little more football when we get to should a head coach pick their staff. 
And the answer is yes, 1,000%. You know, first off, your name is on that program. If I'm, if I'm getting the head coaching job, it is on me. You know, it's not on you as the assistant. It's not on that person. It's not on that person. Win or lose, if you lose, you're the one that's going to hear about it. If there's problems in the program, it always goes back to the head coach. You know, I, I, I know a big thing here is, well, you know, so-and-so has been an assistant for 15 years in the school district and they're a great, that's fine, that's dandy. But just like Coach Breslin said, you have to trust and it's your guy. If I became a head coach, no offense to someone who's been on in school A for 10 years. No offense to that person, but I want my guy. I want my defensive coordinator. I want my offensive coordinator. I want my guy to run the special teams. Now, I'm not going to go and say, listen, you sit down, you interview. If you're on staff, I interview with you. But final call should be mine. You know, it's my name going on that program. And I'm sorry. I just, I, I think it, it's, you know, listen, we argue this all fair all the time. If they're so, if they want you so bad as the assistant, then you should be the head coach. But to get thrown, somebody to get thrown on now. So again, and I'm going to look, I'm going to say football one more time because I'm going to say a coordinator, special teams, offense, defense. Those people, I mean, honestly, those people are probably the ones calling the plays, not even the head coach. So that has to be my people. That has to be what I want. So 100%, no doubt about it, a head coach should have final say and full say of their staff. Okay, my turn? Your turn. You're not going to interrupt, right? I'm going to try not to. Well, I didn't interrupt you once. No, I'm going to try. Reciprocate. Don't text on your phone. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm just looking at some messages, but go ahead. Because I listened to you the entire time. I'm going to listen to you. So I don't disagree. I think in a perfect world, a new coach would come in and be able to pick their staff. However, there's a couple of caveats. I understand your viewpoint. As we often say, you're very black and white with no gray area in between. But there's gray area in between here. I'll give you personal experience. I got my first head coaching job at the age of 23. I did not have a coaching staff to choose from. Actually, Coach Breslin hit the nail on the head when he said a new coach coming in. Also, I'm going to be honest, the things I learned about just in general um, of how to maybe advocate for myself as a coach even, I did not possess those characteristics at the age of 23 as, as a new head coach. I just didn't have the experience. So I would not have even been able to probably, you know, make my case for bringing in my own coaches. And I did inherit a, a coaching staff. Now, I also was lucky at the same time to inherit that coaching staff because unlike football, my first head coaching job was in the spring of 2000. I'm sorry, I was 25, 25, not 23. Um <laughs> was in the spring of 2000 where um for lacrosse and it's very different than football it's hard to find especially at that time it's hard to find anybody who had lacrosse playing experience who could have the schedule to fit to coach a high school team the commitment so i actually felt very fortunate to walk into a situation where i was becoming a head coach and had a staff and i did not have to worry about fielding a staff as i stayed in montville for 15 years i was then able to bring in my own staff and then coach hoff has hit that on the head saying the 
let alone your mindset, you know, the camaraderie of our staff, and we existed for many years together, was beneficial for my program. So I'm not disagreeing that a coach should be able to pick their own staff when they start. I'm just saying there are instances where that may not be possible. And where's the fairness to that coach who maybe has been there for a long time and has done a great job? And I like what Coach Breslin said. I think there needs to be a conversation about, I don't think that that coach should just be swept aside because a new coach is coming in, right. whether it's an application process, an interview process, something where you can sit down and maybe work out something where that coach, that that there's no fairness in that either if it's, right. if it's unwarranted. Of course. I mean, just so, to go and say, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to hire you because you've been here, but it, it should be if I became the head coach, I would, I, I, I truly believe the AD should say, hey, these are my recommendations, but in the end, if you want your people, it's, listen, it's it, 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 it's that head coach, it's your name now on that program. You know, Coach Buzz has said the, same, the hardest thing. It, it could be so much where, you know, two people are on staff, those people are together, I'm coming in, and now it's, I gotta, I'm, I'm fighting or with this and trying to get across, and that's not something that a, a head coach should have to worry about. The head coach has to, and, and he, again, I 1,000%, I've been on staffs where it was 100%, I've been on their staffs where people were all over the place, and if you're not from guy one from head coach all the way down on the same page, it's a problem. You're not going to be successful. It's going to be a major headache. And, you know, I, I just, I don't believe in the, okay, well, somebody's in the school. He's been here 15 years. You know, he's got to run your defense. I just, that's not good. That's I, not good. I don't disagree with you 100%. Again, I have some um, outliers to that thinking that I think, and something and we've discussed this before too, that in each individual sport, there are unique situations. And, you know, I happen to be a head coach of two sports where it was very difficult to find assistance. So I, again, also inherited a field hockey staff that I was very fortunate, and I was lucky to inherit a staff that was knowledgeable and did a good job. Um, when vacancies occurred, however, it was very difficult to fill those spots. Was it nice to be able then to have the say of who it should be? Right, yes, right. however, we entered seasons right before it started not knowing who would be in that position. That, right. that, so again, that's more unique to the sports that I have coached. Of course. So uh, again, my experience has been a little bit different than your experience hence our you know but differences it, but it doesn't of make but it doesn't make but sense who, when you really think though like okay just say we're gonna go into basketball okay I, you're, i'm becoming the the head girls varsity coach and they're gonna say now what's very important is that freshman program but if they okay here's meet so-and-so they're your freshman coach like no no, I like. I hear, well, now here, no, you're also, but you're also speaking. As, I have somebody who I want to but, be my freshman. But you're coach. also speaking as an adult who has coaching experience. And again, I'm going to go back to my original point of being a younger coach, maybe not knowing who. Like you now, of course, if you got a head coaching job, you know right away who you'd want your DC to be. You know, if you're younger, if you're at your first head well, coaching that, well, position. But that's finish, what I'm. Let, let's go to we, that angle. But let's though. say exactly, you may not even have that, and you might feel fortunate to have somebody on staff. Okay. Well, what if you're a veteran? So, what if so? Like right now, 
Do you, you? I would say that if I were going now, if I were going somewhere that, again, now having the experience and knowing that if I were interviewing for a head job, that would, and they ask you, oh, do you have any questions for us? Well, one of my questions would be, you know, what about my assistant staff? You know, what, what are we going to do about my, my assistant coaching staff? That would be something that I would discuss so what with would the they athletic do? director. So what would they do if they say, okay, we have three assistants here in-house. We're just, we're gonna, you're going to be the head coach and you're gonna, they're going to well, coach I under would, you. See, again, see, you're very black and white. I can't can't make a blanket statement I would have to say do I is it a program that I know do I know those coaches do I get to meet with those coaches is there something is there something they're saying we could have them well if that's the difference if I don't agree with having them on my staff then maybe I don't take that position mm -hmm. you know so again but that I can't say that that's for sure they could be again I had was very fortunate in my positions where I had knowledgeable people on my staff that had been there prior and not only as a young coach who you know it was helpful to have people who had already coached before but also not having to fill those positions and having people in field hockey and lacrosse who've actually played the sport is such a bonus it sounds silly for other people who've coached other sports but there are a lot of people coaching those sports and i think it's gotten better but when i first started who've never played that sport before but if you think about it why kenny saying does that go for scouts as well coach coach gibbs gave you the okay to bring me on board to scout games yes we did kenny. <laughs> but you know like we got into coaching but I mean, it's just any other job, you know, whether you're a manager, you're, you know, you own a business, you you know, you're not, I'm taking over the business. Here's my, you're going to interview them. You're going to go and say, like, don't like, all right, he's okay, but I got my guy here. I'm bringing my guy. It's the same thing. You just, it's so important to have your people. You're like, you're going to go down, go down with your people because you know what? Any negativity, losses, Stuff going on in the program, it's your face, your name, your name in the paper. You're the one the parents are going to deal with. It, it, it's got to be you as comfortable as you can be Again, with your people. I, I agree to a degree, but there are definitely some instances where it's just not as simple and not as black and white. Okay. That's going to, you know, we should do, we'll, 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 you know, we'll bring some guests. It's, it's a great coaching point because I think it's, you know, and again, my listen, we could sit here for an hour and argue about this, but, you know, every, every sport where they're, okay, it's not the pros and it's not college. No, but it's also not recreationally. You know, we, we heard um, Coach before she was talking about, you know, with parents and, you know, I don't want to talk to your parents. I want to talk to you. Like, that's real life. You know, this isn't sixth and seventh grade. And I think sometimes it's like, well, you know, we're giving it, it's not, you know, in a lot of programs, like Coach Breslin said, what did he say? I don't win. I'm going to get fired. You know, like I'm not getting fired with coaches you gave me. If I'm getting fired, I want my guys that I can call and I can say, hey, what are we? It's just to me, it's common sense. It has to be your guys. It, you can't just get thrown a coach or this or that. You know, again, it's, we're, it's we're your just, call. We're just repeating ourselves. Again, I don't disagree, but I think that it is um, not a black and white issue. I think there are more things that need to be considered. Um, it's not an all or nothing in any sport, at any school. There's just so many factors that, that need to be considered, which we have have hashed out. Okay. So good uh, debate, good debate. Great debate. Yep. Kenny saying, I truly believe it depends on the situation the program is in. Um, okay, one point. more time before we go. Uh, again, we decided we're going to do a all-in on high school sports toys for tots donation. 
We want to thank everybody who has donated. Again, if anyone wants to donate on behalf of All In On High School Sports, please reach out to Jen, reach out to me, email us, text one of us, leave a comment. Um, again, it, it's going to be great. And uh, the stuff we're getting in, I mean, we're getting another five bags dropped off now. And um, again, if anyone wants to do it, it's great. You know, and uh, it's something, you know, we wanted to do. And, uh, you know, we're happy that we've done that. Thank you, everybody, for watching this evening. As always, if you know an athlete that you would like to see featured on our show, please um, email us, contact us on one of our many social media platforms. And, um, you know, it was one of our goals to get as many programs and athletes and coaches recognized in the North Jersey area as Absolutely. possible. Absolutely. Uh, one more little promo I want to do is uh, our guy Rob Mealy and his uh, – what is it? Smoky beard and his uh, spices. And, you know, do you need a little spice in your life? But uh, <laughs> he's running a promo. Uh, if you use the promo all in, you will get 10%. Uh, you will get 10% off your order. Um, I have not tried it, but don't go by me because I am the pickiest in the world. But Jen has tried it. Yes, very good stuff. Very good very stuff. Good stuff. Yep, we got yep. the, what is it, rosemary salt? And the espresso rub. And yes, I'm a coffee rub. fan, so that is what he uh, had... Uh, which we call it had had uh, recommended for me. Okay, so again, use the promo call promo code all in. You get ten percent off your uh, offer, and um, one of our special guests, Mr. Neely. But uh, other than that, thank you everybody for joining us tonight, and we will see you. Coach Breslin saying thank you for having me. Great job. Uh, of course. Thank you to Coach Breslin. Yes, Coach thank Lilienthal. Thank you for coming. The two two great guests this evening. Two Lots of great fun. guests. Lots of fun. Lots of fun, and uh, we will see you next, next week. week with the rumor mill. <laughs> but um, great show. And uh, again, if you guys like to donate, reach out. If not, we will see you guys next week.